sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with the uh, Chip Darmstadt. Chip Darmstadt. I'm looking out the uh, I'm looking out the window. We got some snow. I'm seeing some turkeys uh, work their way through the uh, sticks, and they're working their way through the uh, to the bird feeder. But uh, a lot of males, and it's definitely um, feels like winter finally. But it's been so mild and yeah. so warm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think this is it. Yeah. Um, Makes me think about the upcoming winter bird count, Christmas bird count season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get. Uh, uh, oh, there goes the turkey. He's hopped up onto the fence, and now he's down, going through grazing. They'll have a routine all winter long. I think they'll be going through. But yeah. I got twenty or thirty going through. But uh, speaking of warmth, you were in a place that was a bit warmer than uh, even our mild temperatures over the last few days. Yeah, I just got back from Costa Rica. Um, brought a group down there for the North Branch Nature Center, 12 folks, and we spent about 10 days birding oh, all over northern Costa Rica, seeing tons of birds, almost 400 species of birds in, in 10 days. That's incredible. 400 species in 10 days. Um, so was it 70, 80 degrees? Is that what we're looking at there? You know, I actually I packed my long underwear because we were at, I think, 11,000 feet or close to oh. it at one point on one of the volcanoes near San Jose, Irasu Volcano. Uh, so that was just one day. Uh, and so then I put the lock underwear away. And I think we had mostly like when we were up higher, it was like in the 70s, but down in the lowlands up near the Nicaraguan border, definitely in the 80s. Um and it's, it's the end of the rainy season, beginning of the dry season right now in Costa Rica. So it's a little bit of a transition time. Um, so we had some, some soggy conditions, but overall, uh, wonderful weather. Um, you know, I brought shorts, but I don't. I never wore them, <laughs> <laughs> mostly to keep the bugs off. Well, yeah, you think about it. What, what's Mount Mansfield? It's about forty-three hundred feet. Is that what it is? So you're, you're yeah. at least double the size that you were up. So that's that's pretty high up. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's. Um, I can't remember what the highest point is in Costa Rica, but some of the volcanoes surrounding San Jose are you know, get their ten, eleven thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're pretty high. So um, four hundred species. So give us a snapshot of something that was maybe you saw for the first time or was a new new um, experience. Yeah. Well, um, I did see some new birds. You know, we we saw some uh, some of the. Um, you know, the crowd pleasers that everyone goes to the tropics for, um, you know, when they're, when you go to bird in the tropics, you're looking for scarlet macaw. We saw scarlet macaws really close and, uh, several species of toucan. Um, let's see, lots of hummingbirds. I counted it up. We saw 32 different species of hummingbird. Wow. 
Yeah. Including ruby-throated hummingbird. Well, I was going to say, 32, we only have one in the east, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we get the occasional stray in the east. But yeah, 32 species of hummingbird. Um, oh, God, they're just, yeah, it's indescribable. There's some that are only found in Costa Rica, like the volcano hummingbird. I mentioned the volcano near San Jose. Um there's several volcanoes where each has its own subspecies of volcano hummingbird. So we saw that it's a really tiny hummingbird, and then some of the maybe the biggest one was violet saber wing. The hummingbird names are wonderful. It's violet saber wing, this big purple hummingbird, long curved bill, big white patches in the in the tail. So when it's hovering at a hummingbird feeder, it's just spectacular. And, and some hummingbirds are, are, are larger than we think, right? They're not, we, we think of the ruby-throated hummingbird. It's, you know, pretty small thing, moves really fast. But there are some hummingbirds that are actually, you know, quite, quite big, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the violet saber wing I mentioned is a big one, probably twice the size as a ruby-throated hummingbird. Um, another one called the talamanca hummingbird, also really big, big hummer. It's, it, uh, I don't know if you remember in field guides a few years ago, you would have been hearing about the magnificent frigate bird. I'm sorry, magnificent hummingbird, not frigate bird. Hummingbird in, the, in Arizona. Well, this is kind of the sister species to, to that bird, which is now called Rivoli's hummingbird, but big hummer. And then, there's, and then there's some really tiny ones smaller than the ruby-throated hummingbird, like the volcano um, hummingbird and the scintillant hummingbird. Um, yeah, it's all sizes, all shaped beaks. Um, I caught a glimpse of a um, hummingbird called a white-tipped sickle bill, whose bill is like an upside-down U. It's just it fits into a certain type of heliconia flower. Um, very specialized, and then some are more generalized, and they just kind of stake out a territory around a flowering bush or tree and try to drive away all the other hummingbirds, kind of like our ruby throat. Yeah. Kind of cool. Quick update on the turkeys as we approach Thanksgiving. Um, they're now jumping up and grabbing the crab apples uh, from the tree wow. now with the with the snow and whatever. And I'm boy, I got to give it to turkeys. They're just you know we complain about the beginning of snow and in in the you know the long months ahead of us. Imagine being a turkey, oh. being out in the elements. But they man, they're survivors, I guess, huh? That's cool. So are they jumping from the ground to get the crab apples, or are they kind of lunging from the branches? They, they're jumping from the ground. It's like they're doing their exercises, and they <laughs> grab one and whatever. But uh, they're making it. They're making it through, and uh, but they're they're uh, boy, they are survivors. So, um, and it's not that cold out. It's just you know the snow. But they're they're um, working their way through the apples, and we've got a lot of high high bush cranberries too. So they'll be flocking into those. It was a pretty good berry year, so I think maybe there'll be a good crop of food for them for the for the winter. Good to hear. Yeah. So we've been talking about the Chip's trip um, with the North Branch Nature Center to Costa Rica. Um, we talked about hummingbirds. What other, um, you saw more than 400 species. So what other birds did you see on your trip? Yeah, almost 400. Um, oh, gosh, so many. I saw some things that were new for me. Um, bear-crowned antbird. Uh, the the <laughs> antbirds are, yeah, what a great name. One of my favorite family of families of tropical birds. Um, it gets the name because uh, some of the species in this family 
uh, follow army ants and they eat any insect that is trying to escape the marauding army ants. So, you know, scorpions, katydids, moths, anything trying to get away from the army ants, the ant birds uh, fly out to catch. And so uh, we saw bear crowned ant bird, which does this. Uh, it's like a, I don't know, maybe it's smaller than a robin, maybe cardinal size, black bird with the skin is exposed on the crown and around the eyes, and it's bright blue. It's the craziest looking bird. There's another species called bicolored ant bird, which also follows the army ants, uh, also has the blue facial skin around the eye, uh, white underparts. Cool birds. Uh, fun to see those. Uh, warblers saw lots of our friends from home. We had, I don't know, a dozen of warbler warbler species that we get here in Vermont, Tennessee warbler, red star, yellow warbler, quite a few Blackburnian warblers, which was fun to see. Um, Wilson's warbler, golden-winged warbler. So it's always fun to go down to the tropics and, and see some, some of the birds we, we have nesting here in Vermont. Yeah, good stuff. Now the turkey is actually in the tree, so they <laughs> got tired of got tired oh there he goes got tired of the jumping and now is perched and is getting a good meal right now so well hope it's not too fermented i don't want any drunk turkeys up here on the hill no that could be dangerous <laughs> <laughs> it would be dangerous well that's uh that's great chip that sounds like a uh, very good any other future trips planned with the north branch nature center at all yeah i've got a few coming up um ecuador in january which is full then there's there's some trips that have room if anyone out there is looking to do some birding travel texas in april the lower rio grande um the midwest uh ohio uh, which is amazing in may for warblers and also michigan uh looking for kirtland's warbler and among other things so that's in may and then looking out further august um we've got a arizona trip planned mm. Well, that's great. That sounds, it sounds hot in August, but it's their second spring after the monsoons and lots of birds in Arizona in August. The second spring. I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got to fly out of here for another weekend. I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstead. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Yeah.